Welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an upload. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Enjoy this week's show and don't forget to share it with all your friends. Hey, I'm Russell Leeds. What's happening? I'm Ricky Bandle. And welcome to the Property Investors Podcast. On this week's show, we're talking about how the government's autumn statement will affect property investors. So the autumn statement came out. There's a lot of information on there. When I saw the autumn statement, I felt like we're in December now. This is December the 1st. But I felt like Christmas had come early, Russell. Did you? I felt, did you feel that way? It was, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was. I, I kind of feel in general right now, the government is being quite kind to landlords. Yeah, they are. I think it's because landlords are being hit in areas like with the interest rates and things like that. So everything seems to be uh, seems to be quite nice. It's quite it's quite it good. Does. We've got a, we've got a few. If we look at the autumn statement, we think, all right, Christmas come early. Yeah. Why don't we explain the autumn statement and the points in it as if they were presents and gifts? Go on, explain. Well, I'll go into the first gift. All right. The first present. Are you going to are you going to be sharing the gift of the minimum wage has, has risen? It's gone up by about a quid. That's a pound an hour, Rick. I know. On a 40-hour week, that's £40. Oh, man, it's incredible, isn't it? It is. But that wasn't one of the gifts. Because... People are laughing at that, <laughs> are you? Because, I mean, it's great news. Great news. Yeah. However, I wouldn't, me personally, with the training I've had, the mentoring I've had, I'm not focused on trying to make an extra pound an hour when I know that there's... Well, you actually probably does a disservice to you because all your staff that are on minimum wage... <laughs> it's probably all your property. Ricky's like, Argh. no, they don't get paid minimum wage. We pay staff very well. Okay, um, but if you're on minimum wage, you've, you've gone up an hour. Congratulations. However, that's not what I'd be focused on. In fact, I think if you're happy about getting an extra pound an hour, I think you should reevaluate and look at actually how can you make an extra, you know, hundred pounds an hour, and then two hundred pound now, three hundred pound. So, what's the actual first first gift of the autumn, uh, autumn statement? Well, the first gift is this. <laughs> it's just when. When I read this and I saw this, I was like, <laughs> my goodness. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. I'm strapped in. I want, I want you to start unwrapping the ribbon. All right. Are you unwrapping the ribbon? Yeah, metaphorically speaking, yes. Okay, are you unwrapping the paper? Just get on with it. Have you had a glimpse? Yep, seen have it. You, have you shaken it to guess what it is? Yep. Well, let me tell you what it is. First thing is this, permitted development. You can convert a single let into a HMO through permitted development. You, you can, can already do that. Wait for it. All right. I'm opening the wrapper right now. You can also con- convert a commercial unit into a residential property. Yep. Okay? Are you ready for this? Go on. What you couldn't do was convert two flats into one house. The gift has been opened. You've opened the box, and suddenly the autumn, uh, autumn statement says, now... With permitted development rights, you can convert two flat, uh, one house. In- <laughs> you, you, oh, hold on, let me rewind. Let me rewind. I did so right. well, and then just got it completely <laughs> wrong. Now on permitted development, you can now convert one house into two flats. It's bang. Like, it's like the worst permitted development ever. You, from the way you said it, you can convert two flats into one house. <laughs> was it? Was I, it? Was it like when you think the present is going to be like you know? 
It's nice. not like someone gets you a dog for Christmas. Is it like, like oh, is it like right. opening the card and then realizing there's no money in there? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, the way you news. said it. But you know, you are right. It is massive news. So you could, well, you're not right. You should say it wrong. But you're right. <laughs> you're right that it's massive news in that you can now confirm a residential property into two flats without needing planning permission. That yes. is huge for. For people that, that want to do the buy, refurbish, refinance, and you're looking to add value, this is a game changer. Yeah. You, you, so you're right. I mean, permitted development's been around quite a long time. Uh, the biggest ways that w- we've probably seen it used are the two that you mentioned. So the first is converting a residential house, which is classed as C3, into a HMO, which is C4. Uh, that was big. A lot of people have made a lot of money doing that. And the fact you can do it without planning permission is, is amazing. The other Biggie is turning commercial units, so commercial units that are classed as E, um, into C3 residential. That's 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 a game changer as well. But I, I would put this up there with those two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think most people that I've spoken to that haven't quite got experience and knowledge in property, and they say, oh, I want to do development, I want to do bar repair, I want to take a house and split it into, into apartments. The reason that they don't do it is because of the planning. Yeah, That's what stops them from doing it. That's what holds them back. Yeah, and, and planning permission it is a pain. You know, getting planning permission is a lot of hard work, it's a lot of time. Permitted development, taking the pain out of planning is massive. I, I, I did a little bit of digging to find a bit of information about how this might actually affect property investors, property entrepreneurs. So the average terrace house in the UK, because I think this would probably work best. I think the most value you'd get is from turning a terrace house into uh, into flats. So the average terrace house in the UK is £243,000. Now, let's say you turn that into two flats. The average flat in the UK, so terrace house is 243. Let's ask the audience, actually. What do you guys reckon? How, what's the average flat price in the UK if the average terrace is 243? What are you reckoning? <laughs> 150. Any, any advances on 150? 160. 200. The average flat is 247,000 pounds. Right? Hold on, say that again. So the average. Terraced house yes. in the UK right now, December 2023. Did you forget the year? Though? I did, yes. Yeah. December 2023 is £243,000. Correct. A flat, a flat right now. Yeah. The average flat in the UK is £247,000. So it's worth more than the average terrace. Why do you think that is? Now, what I'm not suggesting is you take one terrace property worth 243 turn it into two flats and they're both suddenly worth more than the terrace right so obviously that that wouldn't be the case however uh, if you do a bit more digging probably a bit more bit more useful information is per square meter the average flat is worth about 50 percent more than the average terrace right so what that means is just by turning a terrace house into flats you're raising the value by around about 50 percent and they also rent out for about 55% more per square meter than the average terrace. Yeah. So if you find the right properties, you can turn them into flats. You're not even, you're not even having to find a wreck. No. You're just finding a normal terraced house and you're going to be raising the value on average, not by doing anything clever, not by finding a special area. On average, you're going to be raising the value by 50% and the rents by 55%. This is like insane. And you'll be getting a return quicker because... If you're finding a property and then converting into flats, as long as it's a straight conversion, that would probably be quicker than re- doing a massive refurb on a house and 
changing everything. It's a quicker process. It is. It's it's just it's just brilliant news. Like you say, it is like all your Christmases coming at once. Uh, yeah. It is. It is. And then fantastic. you're getting rent from two separate properties. Yes, yeah, so your rent's going up. Your your equity's going up. You can combine it with the buyer refurbish your finance. You can pull all your money back out. You can raise the value really easily. It's brilliant. So, I mean, what are the potential? We looked at all the positives. What are the potential potential negatives with permitted development? Well, I mean, I guess they could bring in. Um, a restriction at some point, certain restrictions around it. Yeah. So, Article 4. Yeah, so Article 4, again, most people think of Article 4 when it comes to HMOs. So, Article 4 is... It's actually... You, you think about a lot of property investors just think Article 4 means you can't turn it into HMOs. That's not actually what Article 4 is. What Article 4 is, is taking away the permitted development rights in a certain area. Now, it's most commonly used for stopping converting residential to HMOs, but it could also be used for you know, certain areas in London are Article 4, but it doesn't affect HMOs, it affects turning commercial units into residential, right? So article, all Article 4 is, is in this area, you cannot do a certain type of permitted development. So you're right, they might bring Article 4 in. This hasn't actually come into play yet. It's due to come in in 2024. So they're going to be having discussions in early early 2024, um, which will set out the rules. And there might be certain rules that are at play. So, for example, they might say, they might say only certain properties you can't do it with. We don't know, right? They, they might, I'll give an example. So you can, um, certain permitted development you can extend right so you can if you've got like a commercial unit you can build flats above it or if you've got a house a three-story house you can extend it and build a story above with no planning permission under permitted development but then they have rules that say the property has to have been built before 2018 but after 1947 for example yeah so there might be certain rules that come in that you can't do on every single house but at the moment it's looking like you know it's, look, they say all houses, so we'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'm going to be keeping an eye on it with interest. But whatever they do, the whole point of permitted development is because they want to encourage, in this case, more homes, right? So let's just go back to the Article 4 for a moment because I've got a question. Go on. So if we go back to Article 4 where it takes away your permitted development rights, when you have a single let and you convert to a HMO, they bring in Article 4 because they, they don't want any more HMOs now. They, want, they don't want people converting single lets to HMOs. Yes. Which means the price of a HMO in an Article 4 area now has got a premium. It goes up in value significantly. So w- do you think that will have the same effect with flats? So will this have an effect in the future if they bring in... Well, if the area brings in Article 4, now it's like, okay, we don't want any more flats. So would that then make the flat price shoot through the roof? I don't think it would have quite the same effect because... Um, it, it, with Article 4, they're trying to stop HMOs. Yeah. I imagine with this, if they make an Article 4, it'd be more like the commercial. It'd be more where they were trying to protect houses. Yeah. So I don't think it'd make flats shoot through the roof because they could just build more flats if there was space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think it'd have quite the same effect. I, th- I think it... But, but it, might raise the, it might raise the value of family homes in the area. Yeah. Because if they're running out of less, less supply... and the, Demand will go up, right? So it might yeah. raise the property of, of, of. Uh... So this isn't coming to into force yet. No, this is coming next year. Yes. So there'll be um, guidelines. Yes. That'll be set out. Do you have an idea of what you think might be in the guidelines? Um, I've, I, I imagine, for example, that they will say you can't do it with new build houses, because otherwise, what developers would do is get planning permission for two semis. 
and then immediately turn it into four flats. Yeah. Right. So I imagine they'll they'll say that. Although I don't know, don't know. They may not. Uh, that's that's the only one that sort of makes me think that will be a definite. I imagine you won't be able to change the uh, external features of the yeah. building, so you won't be able to sort of add extra doors in for the other flat. I imagine that the the current front door will be the communal entrance. Yeah. Um, so I think it will work well. Do you know those? Flats where, or, or houses, sorry, where you walk in, you're straight onto the stairs. I think they'll probably work the best. Yeah. Because then when you, normally you go and you've got stairs, you turn left, that's the downstairs, or you yeah. go up the stairs for the upstairs. That will work great because then you can literally, the front door, turn left is apartment one. Yeah. Upstairs is apartment two. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do know is, with this Christmas present, is there is an opportunity to convert property, a house into flats easily without going through planning permission, without lifting a shovel. I think for anyone that's a property investor, this could be a, an absolute game changer. Yeah, I think it's massive, massive well, news. Merry Christmas. It wasn't you that gave it me. I know, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone. Okay, on behalf of the government. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Oh, th- thank you. <laughs> You're oh, welcome. Another thing that, happened, that they said that was good for property investors and the property market in general is they're actually increasing the rents for DSS tenants, right? So they've obviously got set rates. They're increasing that. It's the first time that's happened in three years. Uh, now, we know house prices are going down a bit at the moment, but as a property investor, if the DSS tenant's rent goes up, House prices are going down, rents are going up. It's only good for your ROI, it's only good for your yields, etc. So I thought that was good news yeah. as well. And a third present. Go on. This is an exciting one. Are you ready? <laughs> you... I love how when you said your point, you didn't like big it up like I did, like a Christmas. You said it, I, I'm going to create some suspense here. Well, are you then going to get it wrong? Actually, yeah, well, th- that, that you're right. And also, you already know what the present is. Um, anyway, present number three. Dun, 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 dun. 5% deposit mortgages have been extended for 18 months. That is good. Very good. You can't do it on buy-to-lets, though. Not on buy-to-lets. So this is good. I mean, it's still good because if you get a chance to buy your own property or residential property at 5% deposit, it still makes sense, right? Yep, absolutely. There is criteria for this. Go on, hit There's me with a few the, points criteria. Hit me with the criteria. So you must be buying a main residential home in the UK. So as we just said, they can't be used for investment properties, um, second homes. Another criteria is the property must be worth... £600,000 or less. Um, you won't be able to apply if the property is in excess of that. Okay, but that's... I mean, that probably covers most people. That's pretty standard. Yeah, that's quite... It's not £600,000. not a cheap house, is it? No. No, it's not. And the third point, and part of the uh, criteria, is it probably can't be a new build either. It can't be a new build. No. That's interesting, isn't it? It can't because be a new build. A lot, of the, um, a lot of the sort of help to buy and stuff, they actually were encouraging new builds. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Extended 5%? Um, I think it's good. I think, again, it's a good, it's good... It's not quite as exciting as a Christmas present as the first one that you gave me. <laughs> you should have given it the other way around. You should have built to the... You started with the best, and then everything else is a bit of a letdown. Yeah. I'm sure it has... Um, with the 5%, it has... You can, I think you can only get a repayment mortgage. I'm not sure. I'm not I'll sure. have to have a look into that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to know if you do do the 5%, whether you could do interest only. From my experience... I think mostly with Resi now, it's repayment anyway, isn't it, really? Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. I actually can't hear what you're saying, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> We're just sat up here going, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Are you Googling away? 
This is like, if it was a proper podcast, he'd be in our ear now, and then we'd look like the intelligent ones. Yeah, yeah. We'd be like, oh, actually, if I, if I remember rightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But go, well, you can say it a bit louder than we can hear you. That'd be great. Oh, right. He said, unless you're earning over £100,000, getting an interest only is unlike. Yeah, it's pretty much all. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cool. Um, so I, I think it's good. I think it's good. News. For, I think like a lot of the things we, we mentioned at the start, a lot of the things that the government are doing at the moment, they, I feel like they're in favour of buy-to-let landlords, in favour of property developers. I think it's because they've been hit so hard with the interest rates and, and stuff that's going on. Also, I suppose you've got a general election coming up yep. soon, so they're trying to you know get a few people on side. I think this is a bit of a kick for people maybe as well that, you know, people that are thinking about getting into property investing, thinking about investing their money, thinking and have been thinking about it for a while. Um, now's a bit of a kick to say, now's the time, man. This whole this whole change is like, now's the time. If you're going to look at buy houses and split them up into apartments, you want to do buy refurbishment finance, you want to push values up quick, you want to create wealth, this is a kick to say, <laughs> do it now. Mm. Merry Christmas, folks. Start investing. Yeah. So, what, what what would you be? What would your strategy be there now with this in mind? Would you are you going to be looking to to, to utilize any of these? Any... No. I mean, we've just done a whole podcast about the benefits of them. I don't think I'm going to implement them. You're going to implement them? No. No. <laughs> that stupid question. <laughs> well, well, for, well. I don't know because you you already own a house. So I'm assuming you're not going to use the. Oh yeah. Apart from that one. Yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> All right. Well, what about the, the, the? Have you got tenants in benefits? Um, please say no, because if you say no, you're really taking the piss out of me, and then you're not going to be doing most of them, are you? <laughs> Have you got tenants right now with benefits? Not friends with benefits, very different. <laughs> I, I don't, but right. I will be implementing the first one. Okay. I will be buying properties. Do you and... see that as a big part of your strategy for 2020? I, I agree. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, it, I think it will no, be. No, I think that's... Oh, listen, I don't, the, the statement's just come out. Yeah. We need to, I need to go away and look at it, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with a strategic way to navigate through this next year by using this to my advantage. But 100% buying and converting into flats will be a big part of that strategy. Yeah, and you're you're more excited about these three things than minimum wage rising by a pound. I mean, it's very close. I mean, pensions have gone a bit better. Was it 8%? I mean, when I was weighing it up and I was looking at this and I was thinking, gee, so you can make an extra pound uh, uh, an hour. Or I could buy you a Turkish every week, Turkish meal. Yeah, it could. That that it's pretty exciting. Yeah. But then I realised actually you could buy a house. You don't even have to have the money for it. You can raise finance for it. You could do a joint venture with it. You could raise the money for it. You don't even have, need to have the money. You don't even need the extra pound an hour. Mm. But you could buy a house, push up the value by splitting into flats without getting planning permission, get the appreciation, and also benefit from the rent, which would equate to, if you do it correctly with the right training knowledge, equate to thousands and thousands of pounds. The one pound an hour extra suddenly sounded not so good. Yeah, what got me really excited about it was when I actually looked at the stats. Obviously, you, you kind of know that flats get more per square metre than a terrace house. But when you actually look at the stats and you see they're worth 50% more, and you can literally push a property up 50% under this. Oh, that's just crazy. That's just awesome. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited. I think it's a great statement. I'm looking forward to utilising it next year. Merry Christmas, Russ. Right, love to know, love to know your thoughts in the comments, what you think of it, how, how you think it's going to affect, how you're going to use it. And uh, I've been Russell Leeds. I'm Ricky Bandle. See you next week. 